Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Parenting Show. I am your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. It is January 24th. Guys, that means if you created a New Year's resolution for yourself and you have been on it, steady from the first to today, you would have by now created a habit. They say you need 21 days to create a habit. So I don't know how you guys are doing. I'll tell you, I don't even believe in New Year's resolutions. Um, And one of the big ones though, that I don't believe in is new year, new you. And so I wanted to talk about that with some guests today. We've got my good friend, Michelle Cambolis. She is a therapist. She has her PhD in mind body medicine. She's just a dear friend. She's been on the show numerous times before. Um, and we were thinking about like titles off air. And I'm like, Michelle, like, I don't even know what to call you anymore. You've got so many titles. So we're, we're deciding on goddess. 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 <laughs> drop all of the complex handles, all the yeah. identifications. Goddess. We're going to go, we're going to go with goddess. And then we've got another <laughs> goddess joining us, Christina Marchese, which you guys probably, um, the name probably rings a bell because you've probably heard me talk about her on my stories and have seen her because she's the owner and founder of Curvature Body Clinic in Woodbridge. And, uh, and she too is a goddess. What do you know? <laughs> the show, it's like a goddess show today, ladies. Goddess. All around. This should be the theme each and every day. You know what? I like that, Michelle. I I, like that. I'm getting business cards made up. I'm going to do them for all of us. (laughs) So ladies, I want to know, do you guys believe in New Year's resolutions? Well, I personally don't. Christina, you don't. I don't. I don't believe them at all. I just think that, and you can start something any day. It doesn't need to be on a specific day. And I also think that it puts a lot of pressure on you when you say, I'm going to start something. This is the new me, January 1st. It's going to be a new beginning. That's a lot of pressure to, to have yeah. on yourself to stick to it. What about you, Michelle? I believe in self-honoring. I believe in slow and successive transformation. And New Year's can be a motivator to reset and, um, and that's really empowering. The problem is most often we go about um, our aspirations so incorrectly. And I certainly don't believe in new year, new you. Yes, but that is something. And I find that I don't know, there's no research. Like I don't have, you know, any data to back this up, but I feel like a lot more women get into that frame of mind of new year, new you over men. I don't know, maybe I'm mistaken, but I always see the women that they're like, okay, this is it. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to start going to the gym. I'm going to love myself. Like body positivity is huge, huge right now. The number one thing that I hear women say to me, and now this is over 25 years of counseling women, is that they don't feel that they're enough. So I'm not surprised that women at the beginning of the new year are trying to create um, some kind of monumental change because we judge, we compare, we criticize and we compete because we're mired in a culture that tells us that we're not enough. And so 
first of all, men were objectifying women, women were possessions, but now mm -hmm. women objectify women. So yes, yes. You know, right? Like cultural okay. problem. It's not a personal problem. So now if you take that, then you've got like the mom shaming that comes in, right? I've been a victim of it. I've probably done it myself. Um, you know, maybe I just don't agree with someone and, and I find myself like shaming them and they're like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, that's their choice. It's not mine, right? To each their own. And I'm a really strong believer in that. Um, now, when it comes to new year, new you, and with the um, like whole body positivity movement being like at an all time high right now, I feel a lot of pressure to, I guess, go down that road, but I'm not enjoying that road, if you know what I mean. I don't know how it is for the both of you, but I feel that there's a lot of pressure to love yourself how you are when it comes to looks. I don't know. Okay. Are I, you guys like, where do you guys stand on that? And, I have and, a lot of women that come to me that are um, not happy with the way they look, but they're not in a position to um, mentally put themselves at the gym, um, on a diet, things like that. And I'm, I'm their first stop. So I get, you know, I get the woman who just came out of her divorce and I have a lot of, I have a lot of women who are just coming out of bad situations, um, that aren't happy with themselves. And I, I joke that my room is somewhat of a therapy session, somewhat yeah. body contouring <laughs> because as soon as they lay on my table, we start with the outside, but the inside starts to flow out. And I, I feel like it's getting them where they need to be mentally um, to start whatever journey that they need to be on. Um, so I think that that's, that's huge for some women uh, to be able to come to anybody, someplace like me, someplace like Michelle, where it's an open, you know, it's very, it's, it's open, it's accepting, there's no judgment. You know, you come in and I listen and I, and I help you get to where you need to be. I'm the outside, but I'm also listening to your inside. Christina, you do all body contouring, non-invasive stuff. So, you know, for women that want to, you know, they, they're just not happy with the way they look. They've got some lumps and bumps and they want to like smooth them out and, and feel good about themselves. They would come to you if they don't want to go under the knife for something. Right. Um, so you find you, your clientele, you get some men, but the majority are women. 90% are women. Um, and probably majority of my women are 40 and older, um, right up to, I have a few 70 year olds that come to me that are kicking. They're beautiful. They, <laughs> they, yeah. they don't even look, they look better than some of my 30 year olds. So that's spectacular on its own. But, um, I, I have everybody that just wants, wants to feel better about themselves, whether it's something you can't fix at the gym. I do a lot of, I have a lot of people who are very fit and just have areas that are bothering them. Um, but I also find that everybody has a story. Every it's, there's something with everybody. So Michelle on the psychological side of things, right? Like I know that 
like I said, with body positivity, you just go on any social media platform and that's what it is. You'll see bigger women there and they're embracing their curves and they're loving it, which is fantastic. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Whatever floats your boat. If you can do that, great. I'm not there. You know, there are parts of me that I want to work on and I, you know, vocalize that on social and sometimes I get some backlash where people are like no you need to love yourself and they get really upset with me and I'm like it's not that I don't love myself I do I just want to look I want this part of my body to look different and what's so wrong with that so Michelle on the psychological side you know what kind of harm are we doing to ourselves like is it bad that that we are thinking like oh gosh, you know what? I'm not so happy with, you know, these little wrinkles that I'm getting and I want to go for Botox or I'd like to go for, you know, a, a breast lift. A Brazilian butt lift. Pardon, yeah, Christina? A Brazilian butt lift. Yes, and we're going to talk about that. Um, but Michelle, like on the psychological side of things, what's going on? Okay, well, first of all, I think it's so important that women have full sovereignty over their body. I mean, you think about it, abortion was illegal to 1988. And so to, to be able to really fully have agency over our body and what we do with that body is something that um, is absolutely critical. And, um, and if, if that means creating some kind of change and that feels important to you, that, that um, needs to be uh, supported. And, um, but self-compassion is, is really key in my mind. Um, understanding the why behind the desire for change is the first step. Am I wanting to create this change because someone told me I need to look differently? Am I doing it for a partner? Am I doing it because I don't feel that I'm enough, that I'm fighting aging and I'm not in acceptance with um, the changes in life, or I'm, am I doing this because mm, I have this available to me? And um, I think it, it's something that temporarily I might enjoy. And that's the key. It's all temporary. Where we get mired in suffering is when we don't accept life as it is. And we're fighting the natural course of the unfolding, the changes in the body, mm. um, and so, you know, it's, it's, just, it's a complex and layered issue, but ultimately, if we can take a moment and turn inward and ask, why am I wanting to make this change? What am I hoping that it, it's going to provide for me? And how accurate is that in reality? We are talking about our bodies today on The Parenting Show, Body Positivity, New Year's Resolutions, the New Year, New You. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back. You are listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We were joking earlier that I said that my guests are goddesses. And those are the titles we are sticking with today, ladies. Goddesses. We've got Michelle Cambolis. Uh, she's joining us from beautiful Vancouver. And we have Christina Marchese. She is the owner and founder of 
of Curvature Body Clinic. You guys probably see my stories with her where she beats me with wood, guys. <laughs> she does body contouring, okay? It's not abuse. Um, and Michelle is actually one of my dear friends. Um, she's a therapist and she's got her PhD in mind, body medicine. Uh, just a beautiful, amazing woman and author, might I add. Um, a new book is coming too, right, Michelle? Yes, in October. Ooh, I can't wait. I'm excited about that. But today we're talking about body positivity. We're talking about the new year, new you. Everyone gets wrapped up in these New Year's resolutions, and especially when it comes to their looks. And with that, there's a lot of um, shaming that goes along with it. And I say to hell with that. Do you do whatever works for you. Michelle, before the break, we were talking about the whole like psychological side of things and that, yes, you know what I mean? If you choose to do something um, like go for some surgery, do some body contouring, go and get, you know, Botox or fillers, all that stuff is temporary. But if it makes you happy in the here and the now, does that not put you in a better place, like mentally? Well, I guess the question to, again, to ask why, why is this putting me in a better place mentally and for how long? Okay. Again, women have full jurisdiction. And if it's something that feels really important and there's this really niggling thing and, and, um, and you, and you want to change it, um, absolutely. But if we're on a constant track, yes. chasing, chasing something better, then we're mired in suffering. Yes, I can see that. I can totally see and understand that point. Um, now, I have a question for you ladies, and I will, I will also answer. Have either of you gotten any type of work done, like under the knife or even like non-invasive stuff? Yes, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Who wants to go? Go, Christina. Let's talk. Uh, so I had a full lipo and a Brazilian butt lift, and it was something that I've wanted for many, many years. Um, I came out of uh, my marriage, and I thought this was what I wanted for myself. I I wanted it. I had wanted it for years, never really voiced it, um, and. I wanted to get myself into a place that I wanted to be. And that was what, what you did catapult me into that, into that frame of mind that I wanted to be in. And I did it. And it was the best thing I ever did for me. Yes. It made me happy. It was, I, it wasn't an easy ride. I'll tell you that much. Uh, going under the knife is, is very difficult on the body, on the mind, you go into, um, somewhat of a, a depression after because you're recovering you don't you know you don't know how long it's going to take to recover you just feel like you know you're you did the wrong thing and then one day you wake up and catch a glimpse of it and you're like yes that's what I wanted but, but Christina that not only that also catapulted you into a new career as an entrepreneur a hundred percent so that's how I got into body contouring because Number one, a lot of people can't afford to go under the knife. Um, and there are so many other options that are available that people just don't know about. So when I had my surgery, my um, journey started with the lymphatic system. So I became obsessed with the lymphatic system because I got very, um, not 
ill, but I, I had a really rough recovery because my lymphatic system had shut down. I was pooling fluids. Um, I didn't know, you know, and you don't know where to go from there. Uh, so I just started researching and I started, you know, going online and I discovered that, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an entire lifestyle of lymphatic drainage that people don't <laughs> understand. Everybody blames the poor, you know, thyroid for everything when a lot of times it's your lymphatic, your lymphatic system that's shut down on you. So I started studying the lymphatic system and that's what got me into curvatures. I now I, you're helping women. You're helping women post-surgery, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of recover and, and have a healthy recovery. Yeah. And then you're helping other women like me um, who have never gone under the knife, but want to work on their body. And there's some areas that maybe we're insecure about and you help us with that. Absolutely. And that's what I, what, that's what I try and teach people is that you don't, there's, you don't have to do drastic things to have small results. You can do something as small as coming in for a lymphatic massage where I open up everything. I get everything flowing and you and I know we have relatives that have come to me and have lost yep. 10 pounds after just cleaning out their lymphatic system because something is clogging it. So it's the simple yeah. thing. Yeah, it's so true. Realize that. And Michelle, what about you? Yeah, so I have two boys and, um, and I breastfed both. Um, for two years each. And so by the time I was done breastfeeding my second child, my, my, my breasts were not the same. Um, they yeah, understandably. And, and I, I, I felt, um, yeah, just unhappy with, with, and not particularly um, sexy and, um, and, it, and it had an impact. And so I had breast surgery and I'm one of those cases where I actually regret having the breast surgery. Oh! In the end, um, uh, I'm I'm not, you know, particularly happy with that decision. Um, I think they would have been fine <laughs> had I given it a little bit of time. Um, the the um, they, they reshape and and fat deposits come back to the breast. So I think I jumped the gun. Um, but uh, again, you know, we make these decisions and, um, and hope that they're the right ones in this case. Um, I probably could have left it, but at the same time, I don't, I don't labor over it so much. But how did it make you feel at the time? You, you said earlier, you're like, we need to ask ourselves why we do this. So, you know, like at the time you're like, okay, I've breastfed for four years. My breasts are not the same. You know, I know what that's like. I breastfed consecutively for six years straight, two years, each child, six years, you know? Um, So I know what that is like. And part of you, you just want your, your body back. And you're like, these breasts belong to me. And I kind of, you know what? I wouldn't mind them looking nice, <laughs> you know, for and myself, then, not for anyone else, for myself. Temporarily, it was pleasant. Temporar- temporarily, it increased happiness. And that's the point, um, that, that it was um, a temporary kind of experience of happiness. Temporary fix. And, and that's it. 
And so, you know, but for others, they might make a change and really love the change. Um, and, and it may kind of fulfill something that, um, that really bothers them. It may solve something that really bothers them. Um, but, you know, I think the middle path is the way where we're not over identifying with the body and we're continuously doing our internal work to really come home to the truth of who we are in essence mm -hmm. is, you know, we're multi-talented, generous beings that have a lot to offer. And so yeah. the physical form is just that, the physical form. You know, there was a really interesting study that came out um, uh, quite a while back now from Case Western Reserve University that looked at our locus of control. And, um, and it showed that, you know, 60 years ago, what we focused on was the internal. It wasn't the external. And since the 50s, our external locus of control has increased by about you know 75% at the same time. Wow. Depression and anxiety has increased about 75%. Yeah. So the more we focus on the external, the more unhappy we become, the more um, anxious we are, and the more, um, I guess, we lose kind of a sense of our highest place of power, which is the internal. And I think that that's really important. And, you know, Christina also said it too, is that, you know, we all have to work on our inside and then go outward. You know, um, I myself, that's something of journey that I've been on and more so over the past year than, than any other point in my life. Um, just even working on my Reiki a lot more um, and being true and honoring myself um, as a person, right? Like I can tell you, I've never gone under the knife. Um, I have gotten little minor things done. Like I just went for Botox for the first time, um, maybe a month and a half ago or something like that. And I loved it. It was just like little touch up around my, my eyes for my crow's feet. I've gotten microblading done, uh, for my eyebrows. Absolutely love it. And then I go see Christina and I do some body contouring stuff and we do lymphatic drainage massage and I just feel better. And I've been, you know, these are just little things, minor things that I've done. Um, but it's funny because when I talk about it or even when I do go to the gym, um, you know, kickboxing, which I, I can't go to right now. Um, I sometimes get random messages from people on social judging. And they're like, why are you going kickboxing? Who are you doing that for? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? Who am I doing that for? I'm doing this for myself because for exercise for me puts me in a better place mentally. Okay. Um, or they'll be like, well, really, did you, did you need to go do Botox? And I'm like, well, you know what? For me, it's something I wanted to do. I tried it. I enjoy it. That's great. I've only ever been once though, you know? So I find that there is, uh, we do have to have that, that, um, that balance that you talk about Michelle and that you talk about Christina, where it's like, you know, working on your inside outwards, but also, um, you know, trying not to being, I guess, confident in yourself and your decisions that whatever people say, 
is not impacting you in a negative way or like, because I feel that people are just pushing, pushing, pushing this body positivity that they're pushing to the point where it's becoming harmful. Judgment in and of itself is an injury. And when we start to judge one another and criticize, um, it's an injury, not only to the other person, but it's an injury to ourselves because we've lost the point of it, which is self-compassion. And um, if we're really caring for one another, we're celebrating one another. And if there's something that, um, that you, know, you make a choice towards uh, and that feels good, whether it's Botox or a butt lift or whatever that might be, yeah. then part of, part of you know, really celebrating one another is saying, hey, you know, cool, tell me more. What was that like? And entering into the world. And being it. supportive. Yeah. And being supportive. We are talking all about, we're talking body image, body positivity, New Year's, the new year, the new you, um, and much more. We've got Michelle Cambolis and Christina Marchese. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Guys, we are talking about New Year, New You, New Year's resolutions. Do you believe in them? Don't you? I don't and neither do my guests. Um, The goddesses. That's what I'm referring to them as today. Um, So we've got Michelle Cambolis, one of my dear friends. She's coming to us from BC. Um, She is an author. She is a therapist. She's got her PhD in mind body medicine. She's just a beautiful human being. And talking about beautiful human beings, we also have the beautiful Christina Marchese. Um, Guys, these women are beautiful from the inside out. I love them. Um, and Christina is the owner and founder of Curvature's Body Clinic. Um, and she does all body contouring. So that's where you guys see me go. And, uh, and she works on me. I don't go under the knife. I've never been under the knife, but uh, I do some work with Christina. And guess what? It makes me happy, damn it. <laughs> you know, we're talking about the I guess, shaming that we get, the judgment that we get. um, And we shouldn't, you know, Michelle, you were saying before the break too, like we need to have that support and we need to be on like, you know what I mean? Like in this community with one another where it's like accepting and it's like, great, you did that for you. Like, you know, you got um, some breast work done, Michelle, and no one should judge you for it. Christina, you got a Brazilian butt lift. Yeah. I have done some, I, I, I've gone for Botox and I've done like microblading. I've done some body contouring and everyone should just, you know, like our friends, our community should just be like, Hey, great. That worked for you. Fantastic. And not pass judgment. And you know, we've got some really big problems on this planet. And unless women <laughs> come together, how do we begin to, as a collective, solve that through the heart of the feminine? through our right? compassion, through our wisdom, through our right action. And if we're over-focusing on whether or not our girlfriend or our neighbor <laughs> got a tummy tuck or not, well, F, like, we, we've got some bigger, bigger issues to contend with here 
And when we empower one, we empower all. And not to be corny, but it's really true. Yes, totally. And you know what? When you talk about bigger issues, um, you know what comes to mind? We are all mothers. We're all mothers. This is the parenting show. And yes, a lot of you may be thinking like, why are they talking about this on the parenting show? But there is, there is a major point here is that as moms, you know, our children look up to us, you know, our kids look up to us. And so what we do, they often mimic or they're watching silently. You know what I mean? Um, from behind the scenes. And a lot of people say, you know, well, is it right that you did that? Is it right that you want to improve your body or that you say that you're not happy with this part of you or that part of you? Um, and what kind of message does it give your children? Now, for me, I look at it totally differently. Um, I look at it in a way that if my kids see me happy, then they will be happy and it will be a good environment and a great environment for them to thrive in. I absolutely know. Am I wrong for saying that? No. And you have girls. I have, I have, I have two girls and a boy. Yeah. I have two boys. Michelle, you have two boys. Two boys. Yep. And it's funny. My kids always tell me I, I overshare. I tell, I tell people too much information, but I think that's where we go wrong in this world is that everybody's trying to hide what they do to make themselves look like they're on point. And, yeah, and it gives other women this, this complex of like, how is she doing this? How does she look so great? How does she, you know, why is she always so happy? How she, but unless you're honest with other people, it, it doesn't make sense to try and hide all these things. I had a, one of um, my son's teachers say to me, I saw you at grad, you look great. And I said, I know I got lipo in a butt. <laughs> and so she was shocked that I said it. And I said, I'm totally honest with you. I, I went under the knife. This is what I had done. It, I guess I, maybe I would walk a bit. I don't exercise very often. I work too many hours and I, I find it very difficult for me to do that, but I'm honest. I'm honest with what I say to people. Yes. I think other women need to stop trying to hide what they do and share, share what it is. Share if there's, if you're having an issue and that could help somebody else, you know, and you know, at my clinic, I, I share everything. I, I, I share things that are happening personally with me. If I find something that helped me, I'll, I will tell all my clients, like, I think this is great. And I think honesty, authenticity, um, being true to yourself is important. Um, and like you said, Christina, you share because on, when, when I'm with you and you joked earlier, like when you go in, it's like a therapy session, it's relatable and I can relate because Michelle, as you know, um, you know, social media can really play a game with our minds in the sense of comparison where we're looking at these people and we're comparing ourselves to them. But what people don't see is the truth that Christina's talking about the truth that maybe they went under the knife and they've got some stuff done. So you're comparing yourself to something that is, you think is natural and real when in reality, it's not, you know what I mean? So we need to be true to ourselves and we need to be happy. Bottom line. Um, like I said, a lot of people will say to me, like, but, you know, is this what the message you want to give your girls? Michelle? 
there's a word that's coming up for me and that's shame. Yeah. So we're talking about is shaming ourselves and shaming others. And so we need to address the shame before we can, you know, really move forward and um, in a way where we're self-supportive, compassionate, first of all, with ourselves and then with all of those around us. And in terms of our children, you know, when we model health, that's key, whatever that looks like, um, nutritionally, exercise, um, emotional health, um, is honesty and, and transparency. I think where we run into a problem is where we're over-focusing on what we don't like about ourselves. And when our children get a steady diet of that, um, that can have um, huge- Yeah, a negative impact. And I agree. Like if it's something where it's like, you know, your kids are constantly seeing you on the scale and counting calories and, you know what I mean? Just like obsessing, you know, becoming obsessive about it. That's a different story. Um, and I think that that's where the issues lie. And, and you know, there, there's things you really just need to, I guess, evaluate at that point. Um, but I think it's really important that, you know, like we're all saying, that we need to be happy because that will create a good environment for our kids. Um, not a toxic one, not an obsessive environment, but just being happy. Because if we're in a place where we're not happy, um, they will pick up on that energy. And happiness takes commitment. It's, yeah. It takes a daily commitment and a practice to rewire and reshape the brain for happiness, especially in this in, in these times of, of great stress. And so it, it, it's natural that the, the mind will go to um, criticism and, and judgment. So, um, but we can, we can reshape our brain and our hearts with a daily practice, um, whatever that may look like, a gratitude, journal or meditation, meta meditation, yeah, online meditation, you know, um, there, there are ways that we can really cultivate that, that happiness. Um, because then there's shame around not feeling happy. Yeah, I know. Right. In this day and age, there's shame around everything. That's what we're talking about today. Um, you know, we're going to take a quick break, but there's a question I have for you ladies that I'm going to ask when we come back. So don't go anywhere because this is the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now, back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back. It's Sunday night, so you know what that means. It's the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. I've got two amazing guests with me. Um, We have been talking body positivity. We've been talking about body image. We've been talking about New Year, New You. And uh, my guests are Michelle Cambolis, therapist, she is a mom of two. She is um, also an author, and she has her PhD in mind-body medicine. We also have Christina Marquez, a mom of two boys, and owner-founder of Curvature Body Clinic, uh, where they do all kinds of body contouring and lymphatic drainage massage, which is, Christina, like your main thing. That's what got you started in all of this, right? 
Yep, that's exactly what got me started in all of this. The the fact that your lymphatic system controls so many things in your body and, and people don't actually understand that or even know it um, was shocking to me because I didn't know it. Um, and then and then it just slowly became my obsession. And that's what led me to what I do now. So it's funny because a lot of this stuff, a lot of people will look at it and be like, oh, you're doing it to improve your looks. Um, It's all about body image. But there are a lot of health benefits to these things, like lymphatic drainage massage, like Botox. So, okay, since we're talking about lymphatic drainage massage, what are some of the health benefits of this type of massage? Uh, so what the lymphatic system does, basically, it's, it's, it picks up all the garbage in layman's terms in your body and, and releases them through your lymphatic system. So um, the benefits of it are it clears your toxins. Um, it helps with swelling, bloating. Uh, it helps with your digestive system. Um, it, it helps with so many things, to be honest with you. And it helps with weight loss. Um, it helps with the the sluggish feeling that you feel. It helps with sleep patterns. Yeah. So there's so many things that it it controls and and has a helping hand in that um, the benefits are amazing. Yeah, like one of the things I found was that, and and I don't know if it was if it's related to that, but ever since coming to see you and and getting the lymphatic drainage massages, I found an increase in energy and just like my mood changed, you know? So it was, there are a lot of benefits to these things. Michelle, you were even talking about Botox, yeah. uh, which I believe all three of us have gotten, have, you know, had Botox at one point or another. Yeah, I can talk and some about benefits the, there. I can talk about the effects of that. You know, with the, with, with the lymphatic drainage, there's so much work around gut health. And, and I mean, you've got to imagine mm. Those neurotoxins releasing, you know, 95% of our serotonin receptors are in the gut. And so our gut health is intricately um, connected with our mental health. So, yes, we had, Michelle, we were just talking about this on a phone conversation last week where it's like your gut is directly connected to what's going on up here. And so it's important to take care of your gut in order to be in a good mental space. That's it. So you wanted to talk about Botox. So there's a whole host of studies to show that Botox in certain regions um, around the forehead can actually decrease feelings of stress. And it's all about amazing. When we have tension across the forehead, then it sends a signal to our sympathetic nervous system and our fight or flight response elevates. And it's the same thing along the jawline. So if you have MJ, if you have Botox in the jaw, it can decrease anxiety and stress um, because you're no longer sending signals to your brain that um, from the jaw that you're in distress to like tense up and stuff. Oh my gosh. All I know is that as soon as things we get out of this lockdown, I I've gotten my crow's feet done, but I'm going to be going for like my forehead and my jaw stress anxiety. Yes. No one has time for that. No, it's not um, a replacement for meditation and self care, <laughs> but it's just a little fun fact for you. 
Which I do, which I do. And I think it's actually really important that we do take the time for ourselves. Take the time. Like if meditation is something that works for you, great. If you, if it's, if it's taking a bath and relaxing at the end of the night, you know what I mean? If it's reading a book. Um, and one of the things I like to do is I will just indulge in some cannabis and, and that helps me as well, too. And everyone has their own different thing that works for them. And I think that that's important. And I think the most important thing about this whole show is that you need to do what works for you. You know, um, new year, new you. Guess what? January 1st or June 1st or September 25th. It's what works for you. We're constantly evolving um, and we're constantly learning things about ourselves and we're constantly working on ourselves. You know what I mean? So we need to focus on that. We also need to take the time to realize that what works for us may not work for someone else. So who are we to judge? Right, ladies? You got it. Exactly. And support. Yes. Support. At the end of the day, support, you know? Um, and I just wanted to thank you ladies for joining me today. Uh, Michelle, if people want to find you, where can they find you? MichelleCambolis.com. Uh, I'm pretty active on Instagram and I have new meditations on insight timer. If you're a meditator, which I am going to check out and Christina, where can people find you? Uh, curvaturesbodyclinic.com. It's curvatures with a K guys. Check out both these ladies. Give them a follow. Thank you so much for joining us. If you missed any of the show and you want to listen back, you can do so on our podcast. Just jump on Apple or Google Play. It's all there and you can listen back from the beginning. But that is it for us. And we will catch you next week right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And I'm Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. Bye.